You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Welcome to the Drawing Board Podcast. This is the founder and the host, Andre Ebron. And you know what we talk about. We talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. And tonight, listen, tonight we are theming the podcast, Who Is My Brother? I have two dynamic brothers on the show tonight. Uh, We're going to loft that thought, that idea, give them a chance to give you their background, their history, what they currently have going on. And, of course, you know, the drawing board is all about being able to look at your life and to reimagine the possibilities. That causes you to be introspective. That causes you to be reflective. But it also brings you to a point where you must be proactive and step up to the plate and take action in a positive direction. So tonight, let me, without further ado, Welcome, brothers, to the show. How you doing? Oh, man. Excellent, excellent. So to my right, I have brother Coach Nate Whitsett. Uh, he is, he's been in education for 25 plus years. He is a motivational teacher. He is a rap artist. He is a coach and he is just uh, a mentor at teaching people how to win in the game of life. He is also a co-founder of his business entitled Thinking A Plus Consulting. Thinking A Plus Consulting is a nonprofit corporation with the goal of transforming and educating the minds of our youth in urban communities primarily in Metro Detroit, or somebody could say in the D, right? All right. All right. Absolutely. So in the D, we say what? (laughs) What What up, up, though? All right. So thinking A-plus is the thought process and the approach we take to interacting with members of our community. Here's three modalities of that. So, Coach, break it down for me. What are are the three specific uh, teams of programming for uh, your organization, thinking A-plus consulting? Well, we break it down. Um, we have a parenting program, Parenting with a Purpose, where we really focus in on um, building the parents up. You know, a lot of times, you know, we always talk about the students and the things that we're dealing with in that situation. But the parents are key because if they're with us at that moment and at that time, then they have to come in. Um, secondly, we look at the teenage population. You know, it's um, a very key component. You know, they get a little older. But we still have to focus on them as well as we have uh, work with um, students that are younger, you know, and this reading initiative that we have going on. It's important that and vitally important that they know how to read before getting to the third by the third grade, because it's, it's just a key element in everything involved in that. Absolutely. So we'll broach that subject a little later of uh, the third grade reading law and how your program addresses that. And to my left, my brother Tamuk Scruggs. How What's going doing, on, man? man? Right. I'm good, man. Uh, First off, I just want to say I love that bow tie pocket. Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, I had to throw my kente on today. Hey, man, so, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, man, listen, at, at Dawson Elementary Middle School, uh, we have bow tie Tuesdays. So, 
the men in the building, which we have, man, listen, we have tons of uh, male educators in our building. We have up to, I think, roughly just under 10 male educators in wow. our building. Wow. Our oh, entire yeah. middle school, uh, with exception to one strong sister, uh, is all male educators. Our principal is a male educator. Myself as the dean, uh, our uh, physical education uh, instructor is male. Watch this. Our uh, music instructor is a black male. So, man, listen, we it's kind of like the Mecca, you know. Uh, <laughs> you got me wanting to go back to middle school right now. <laughs> you know Come through, man. But let me, let me let the people know, man, who my brother is to my life, my right. So raised on the streets of Detroit, Michigan, during the toughest periods in Detroit's history since the riots, uh, Brother Tamuk learned how to survive. Those lessons of survival came at a cost of his freedom failed relationships, and many close calls with death. He's also learned that having faith in oneself and a strong network can propel you beyond all of the bad decisions and help not only uh, not only cause you to live a life beyond the mistakes, but can also help you to live a life of a positive and one that is successful. This book, his book right here, it says, okay, you effed up. Now what? All right. <laughs> All yeah. Right. So you definitely in it is a cross. It's crossroad moments, a pathway to success, especially uh, the crossroad. Man, that is that's important to me. I want to talk to you and okay. broach that subject about that. But how you doing today, brother Tamuk? I'm good, man. It's a beautiful thing to be able to come and join your show, man. We we we've been in the same circle for a while, right? We just haven't had a chance to connect, and so I'm glad to uh, finally get a chance to be here. Absolutely. I think the last time that you and I were uh, together, it was like um, it was like a, a, a men's strengthening time where right. we were with uh, Brother Bellinger. Right. Shout out to Brother O. Brother uh, Otis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So building better men. Uh, man, what people may not know, man, is that when I first started speaking, uh, Brother Bellinger, as far as in the city of Detroit, right. was one of the first people that gave me an opportunity to speak to his youth. Oh, man. he he. I met... Brother Otis over at the uh, NABJ, right? And, and Andrew Humphrey was hosting over at Wayne State, um, and didn't know who he was. Right? And he was up on the panel with Yusuf Shakur, and and it was just great to be in a room full of talented black men. So it was like, yeah. hey, you know, they was like, you need to meet Brother Otis, and we've been rocking together ever since, man. So I try to support everything he does, uh, and everybody who's connected to him, right? And we try to spread that out. Right, absolutely. So, Brother Tamuk, you also have an organization called Pro- Positive Brothers of Today. Break that down for me. What does that organization do? What's your function? What's your mission? So, Positive Brothers of Today is an organ is a mentoring organization. Uh, it basically is a mentoring program that was started back in 1989 with some young men that I was going to high school with at Murray Wright. Okay, uh, who kind of wrapped their arms around me because. You know, I wasn't always the most law-abiding citizen with the best <laughs> attitude in high school. Right. Uh, so they wrapped their arms around me, gave me some guiding principles, looked at me and said, listen, no matter what your situation is, you can always live above that. So as I got older and started really getting into trouble, when my daughters were born, I kind of transitioned away from that. And I, I just want to make sure that I provided some, some of those same uh, life coping skills to some other young men who were going through similar circumstances as I was. So created, uh, asked for their permission first right, to incorporate the name. 
and went ahead and they gave me, gave me the blessing. So I said, okay, well, this is what we'll do. Call the Positive Brothers of today. We'll incorporate the same principles. And, and the founding mission is to uh, empower every young man with the tools needed to positively head a household. So focusing on life coping skills, uh, job readiness, physical activity, mental fitness, and just everything that you would need as a man to run your household, whether it's learning how to cook, grow food, mm-hmm. uh, maintain it, repair it, fix it up, and, and become financially literate in order to afford it, to ah. so leave it you know, for the next, you know, just to put yourself in a position to take care of your next three generations. Right. And so to have both of your brothers on the show, mm-hmm. like the intersectionality of your programs is all about preparing our youth and families to be right. successful beyond whatever the predetermined limitations are. Right. right. Absolutely. And so, um, Coach Nate, listen, man, 25 years in the educational game. Uh, talk to me about that. What what led you like why teaching? Why education? Man, it was it was. uh Basically, the love of it, you know, the uh, spontaneity of it, uh, got in the game. Um, I substitute taught for like eight years. Okay. So, I'm like, if I'm going to try this out, I want to see if this is something I'm going to stick with. You right. Know? And um, through that, you know, I was one day I was just going through and years playing by, and I'm like, man, I say this is good, but I know it got to be better. And one day I was looking for a pencil in the classroom, and I saw a teacher's uh, check stub. I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's much more than they paying the substitute, you know. Right? So I said, I got to get my uh, certification and uh, get in get there, it, you know. And, right. and, and all the compliments that I would get while I was in the classroom would be things like, man, the kids, they don't do this well with the regular with the teachers. The regular teachers, right. You know, so it was like, wow, really? You know, see that kid that's over there sitting down doing his work? When, when the other teacher's here, he's normally crawling around and, Doing everything else besides his work, right. so I'm like, wow, okay. So let me let me look a little deeper and further in and get myself back together and get in school for this. Okay, so here's here's what I ask all educators. I do. I ask them this question because generally educators, uh, or most people, can identify an educator that made a gross impact in their life. And from talking to you and hearing you, you said what well, really kind of sealed the deal for you. Besides, uh, you know, seeing the wages. Beyond the sub pay, I mean, because sub pay, I mean, money. even now, sub, watch this, sub pay now, I think it's still, uh, if you get requested, it's about $100 a day. So it's about $500 a week, you know, uh, $2,000 a month. That, you know, now for some I'm people, the, yeah. That's know, if like you construction. consistent. Yeah, you might have to change over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's if you consistently work. Right. No, okay. I guess, right. I guess the benefit of if you yeah. want to call off that day, uh, you don't have to worry about there it. You, you go. know, no lesson yeah, plans right. in store. Absolutely. You show up. <laughs> hey, I'm in the building. I'm in the building. And, I'm here. And then you got a chance to see and you uh, a strong, positive black male comes into the environment mm-hmm. while he may understand that his presence alone makes an impact. Mm-hmm. But there were kids who were responding to your presence that Absolutely. you didn't even know yeah. had like some behavioral challenges because you didn't have that experience with that child. Not at all. You right. Know? And they would come in and be like, oh, are you the sub for the day? I'm like, no, I'm coming in to teach. A sub is a sandwich. Insert right. those at uh, Subway. Okay, that sounds like some of your some of your rap lyrics, right? All right, uh, you know I'm gonna have you spit some bars oh, before we man. go today. But here, here's the here's the thing though. Um, when you chose like education as your route um, to be able to impact lives, and then you chose to found a business, mm-hmm. uh, what has been some of the the greatest 
opportunities that mm-hmm. you've seen? Um, and then before you answer that, what who was the teacher for you that helped kind of shift things and like, you know, said, hey, listen, I can model myself after this teacher? Oh, man, I, I would have to give, um, you know, Frances Decker. She she passed. You know, that was one of my teachers and she just really illuminated things for me. It was like you actually have an opportunity to go to college. You, you're you're not like the rest of the guys you hanging with, you know, and, and, and I, too, had that background to where it was like the hustle, hustle was a little bit more exciting for me than school. So um, as as crazy as it sounds, I would dumb it down with my friends because I knew a lot of answers that was on the test. But I would just say, well, I don't want to look like uh, the nerd of the class, so let me see. I can look at the test and say I, I can miss uh, number one, number five, and number seven, and I still get a C. So at least I passed. You know, that was the the camouflage for the um, for the buddies and the and the classmates to blend in with the group, even though I could have got that A or that one hundred percent. Right, so you took an intellectual approach to missing the questions. Right? There you go. I'm going to, I'm going to miss the <laughs> odd questions. Right. One, three, five, <laughs> and seven, right? <laughs> yeah, so, well, brother Tamuk, you talked about, like, your experience in school as well. And you were saying that uh, you weren't always necessarily the easiest person in school to get along with. But, man, talk to me about um, what, in what you're sharing with me. You were saying there were some peers within your school or your community right. that wrap their arms around you. Let's talk about like so you you talk to me from the perspective coach Nate talked to me from the perspective of a teacher making the difference and I'm sure you share that as well but I would love for you to speak about like the power of peer influence. Oh man, it was it, it was it's still influential to this day. Uh like I said when I came in, I came from a school where you had 3,000 students, and it was a fight every day over at Cody. You know, okay. I love Cody to death, right? <laughs> um, but th- when they asked me to leave, you know, you had to change some things. Um, so at the time, Wilbur Wright was the alternative high school, and my brother was already in the process of going there, and I had already been kicked out of school and had, had to transition out of night school because it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... When I made the decision to get back into school because working at Burger King and Taco Bell and things of that nature wasn't yielding me enough money, and then all the young ladies that I were talking to were like, you ain't in school, you ain't graduating, what's going on? So went to get into school, and they wouldn't let me in. Oh, wow. So I was really devastated. I'm like, so people were like, how you so bad you couldn't even get into the bad kid's school? So (laughs) that really did something to me. So the principal over there, had good relations with the principal down in Murray Wright. So let me see if we can go down here and talk to some folks. Got in there, and one of the classes was male glee. Okay. And because I had already had gym, they were like, well, this is the only class left that you can take. Oh, wow. So I'm coming into the class. I got on an all red, uh, red and white Nike jogging suit with the Jordans on. I got the dark shades on, a baseball cap, and I'm looking at guys in the 10th grade with – Dress shirt song, you know. I'm like, oh my god, what is this? <laughs> and ended up meeting two young men. One name is Sean Brown, uh, and the other one is Derek Derek Clark. So these two young men, just to show you the power and, uh, and the amazement of how the universe works, these two young men 
put their arms around them. Okay. And they were in a singing class, and Derek sounded like Luther Vandross. So he sounded like Big Luther. Wow. Okay, big, right. not, not, right. little, right. not, little, right. not, not skinny Luther, Luther, but Big Luther. Okay. <laughs> so um, they really gave me the opportunity to be myself and not have to conform into – you know what everybody felt I should be. Just say, hey, man, do your do your thing. Be yourself. Right. Um, after that, they brought in a couple of other guys. One was the class president. His name is Eric Eason. And the other young man was Ewell okay. Allen, yeah. who was on the newspaper. Now, just to show you the caliber of who these gentlemen were. So Derek and Sean both had passed on. Sean had re- had changed his name to Adesai Faluke. Okay. Sean is the god son of Rosa Parks. Okay. He passed on the underground. They were doing a tour and they were bringing kids back along the underground railroad and the bus that they were on flipped over and fell down the ravine. And in the process of him helping everybody get out, he perished. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my other brothers, Ewell Allen, now is over uh, he's right over here in Tech Town. He's doing STEM he, genius. STEM genius. Yeah, you know that's right. my frat bro. Shout that's out. my bro. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, yeah. A5A. His, it, so December you know 4th, his story. 1906. It's coming, baby. That's right. So you already know his story. Like when absolutely it, we we talked maybe about three months ago. Okay. About how we weren't able to walk across the stage as we graduated, and. Turns out we both had like a we had less than like a two point grade point average in graduating. So it's right. like to see where he's at, see where I'm at, what we're all doing is like amazing. Eric yeah. Easton is over in Southfield, has his own uh, okay. uh, business now with helping individuals, and it's like they really put into me even back then that hey man, you can be better than what your circumstances are, and I carry that forward now. Absolutely. So let's frame it because uh, you're saying. Uh, didn't get a chance to graduate, walk across the stage, had less than a 2.0. Man. But you, yeah, watch this though. But you took that, uh, you know, through a process of life, some things you experienced, some, some things helped to redirect you and right. get you on the path. You learned a lot, whether it was the motivation of the ladies to get you out of Burger King <laughs> and the fast, All you right. know, the fast food. Step or, you know, up. right. Or, like, so, I mean, like, so we have to learn how to leverage when we're speaking about our youth, we have to learn how to leverage what motivates them, right? right. Yeah. And so whether it's their, you know, attractions or whatever their appetites are. Got to meet them where they are. Meet them where they are, right? Yes, sir. And so for you at the time, it was, you know, part of it was getting fly for the ladies, Getting right? fly for the ladies, you staying know, out of jail because it was, you know, it was, it was really <laughs> an issue back then for me. I, I, listen, you know, I try to always, you know, put a little sugar on it because, again, everybody isn't ready to hear just the, the, the degree to which, you have misbehaved. So, mm-hmm. you know, I let people know, man, I, it's been a really big transition for me to go from where I was to where I am now. Right. And people are like, man, I just can't see that in you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's because I really worked hard on renewing myself and rebranding myself. Yeah. So that that stereotype that I was following at the time just didn't stick. And that's right. what I try to talk to the kids and to because positive brothers of today serves individuals who are in middle school at starting at 12 years old. Okay. So we're working with, we're in the process now trying to do some things with the schools so that we can reach our youth earlier. But it started out with just trying to help individuals who were in the community who are transitioning home from jail, uh, single father, all the things that I was going through. Yeah. And so I, I created it to help them get into the skilled trades. Uh, now we're helping folks. I have a program now for computer programs, 
and, and all of this. So all the things that I was missing that I never got the chance to have somebody, another brother say, hey, man, come on, get into this. Right. Yeah. You know, I know you're making money on the street, but it's a better way to do it without yeah. having to worry about the police. That's so right. that's what I try to help out with now. Mm-hmm. So they really played a great part in that. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I was just having that conversation with uh, my pastor. We were talking about the young men at our church. Mm-hmm. And so our the young men are actually, man, they're some blessed young guys. All of those young men that are college age mm-hmm. are in college. Man, that's amazing. Right? You know, yeah. uh, we have been able to have 100% graduation, uh, 100% graduation rate. Nice. Uh, none of the young men have, you know, uh, none of the young men are incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God none of the young men at this point, they're in their, you know, teens, early 20s. Uh, they don't have children yet. I mean, wow. so, mm-hmm. I mean, when, yeah. when people are taught better, or when people are given options, Oppor- options, yeah, and options and resources, options, options and resources. resources, opportunities, right? And so uh, that that's huge, right? And so you guys are both authors. And um, what I love about what you've shared just in your, your testimony here is that when you come to those crossroad moments, if you are not given the knowledge, the information, <laughs> the teaching, and the training, it doesn't uh, provide for you the opportunities. Watch this. Even if the resources exist. Right. And mm-hmm. the old folks used to say it simply like this. If you know better. You better can do better. You would do, do better, better. Right. Yeah. Right. And so Coach Nate is also an author. And so we go from what? Okay, you've effed up. Now what? And his answer <laughs> is, watch this. No child left behind the answer, <laughs> the answer. right? There we go. And that's what, that that's you, what you do right, next. <laughs> right? So here's, here's what's excellent about what uh, we hadn't even conversed about prior to coming on. Did you know that STEM Genius is actually at Dawson Elementary Middle School? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, I know Yule is everywhere. Oh, exactly. Yule all over the world, like yeah. for real. It's, it's, it's crazy. You right. Know? But yeah, STEM Genius is a great program, and he ain't taking no shorts right now. So he's, he's growing by leaps and bounds. Not at all. I mean, so the Ferris wheel, you know that yeah. you see, every, yeah, it's yeah. right in our school yep. when you yep. come in, and right uh, at the front door, yeah, right at it's the a front beautiful door. thing, so, man. Yeah, shout out, man. So listen, uh, the answer. Talk to me about it, Coach. Oh man, finding purpose and building relationships in the classroom. Now this is huge. You talk about building relationships. Absolutely. Talk to me about the book. What, what made you, first, what made you want to write the book? And then, because uh, it's, it's narrated and it's also illustrated, very child-friendly. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the answer, because you have a claim to fame that you have the answer. Well, here it what, is. What is here the answer, is. brother? In a nutshell, <laughs> you know, it was based on um, life experiences, you know, and, and a challenge that my mom gave me, you know. As I was, you know, getting in a lot of trouble here and there and, and at the middle school, high school frame and age, she gave me this challenge because I was always going around the house saying my little rhymes and what, this, that, and Hold other. on, wait, no, wait. You can't just you go know. past that. Rhyme. What rhyme, what rhyme was that? Go ahead, break it down. Oh, man, Slide I was just, Were you listening you know, to the Funky I, 4 Plus One more? You know, they, they, huh? my nickname they gave me, you know, my nickname was Thune, you know, so that's my uh, stage name. Okay, Thune. And, um, yeah, you know, and it was just It's about, a thug and a goon? No, man, What's it's something that? they came Hey, that was a good my, thought. I, I was trying to figure it out myself. My younger brothers and sisters, you know, they couldn't say my my real name when I was my natural name Nathaniel. I don't know how they got. They used to say oh, Nate Thune. Okay, but then it was like they just started calling me Thuny, and they shortened it. Yeah, it's Thune. What's up, Thune? Okay, so it was just like wow, you know. So with the nickname and the mix of it, you know, I was always flowing, you know, around the house or whatever. And um, 
Hold on, man. I, freestyle. You can, yeah. Freestyle. Okay, off hey, the dome just, right here. Here we go. Let's go. No, all right. So right. You put it right. All right. I got you. I got hey, you. I was waiting on you to do so, it, too. Uh, like, <laughs> so if the skills start paying the bills, I'm going to get me a check. Always much respect. But now it's dealing with the kids that we work with every day. We make some moves and we be doing it this way. So I'm on the drawing board experiences with my crew. So we're going to break it down and this is what we do. We educate, demonstrate, hey. relate, and take it to another what? skill set. Because you want to make your mindset wet. If they want it, they're going to get it. If they thirsty, we're going to make it happen real quick. So that's the way that we do it when each other. Because I'm talking about the fam. Yeah. Oh, no, my brothers. All right, yeah, yeah bars, yeah. So bars. We, right. we go right. in, so that, right, that so was you know the, you're gonna have to come and get on the get on the next video for uh, for the edge cipher and oh uh, man, I'm, in the hey, band. I, I'm with it, I'm with it, man. Okay, and so that's the story behind the book. She gave me the <laughs> challenge. She is like, look, if you put as much time into these rhymes that you're doing, right, as you're doing to your schoolwork, you'll be an all A student. So in high school, my teacher started letting me like my uh, speech teacher. I wrote my speeches, did my speeches, then my conclusions. He gave me the opportunity to rap my conclusions. So I would just break it down and, you know, and it just spin over. And I found out I was smart enough. My teacher, Miss Deckard, she plugged it into me. She said, you know, you smart enough to actually go to college. And I'm like, really? You know, I'm like, well, why are you so hard on me, though? The rest of them, you know, you only make Carnell. He only got to write a half a paragraph. <laughs> you know, Brian, he only writing one, two or four, three or four sentences. And here I am. You're going to tell me you got to write a 10-page paper. And I'm like, why you tell me to write a 10-page paper? She like, because you can do it. Lessons. So, you know, you wrote that paper. And now it's like, man, you know, went to, you know, night school. To get my degree, because I mean my high school diploma, because everybody was like, man, I'm like, man, I get a chance. I'm like, I got a chance. Talk to the school counselor. Go to school. So I had to leave the block early. So they used to tell me and tease me. And he's like, <laughs> oh, look at you. You can't even get your sack off because you, <laughs> you 24 hours going to school. I'm like, hey, I took all that. You know, I'm like, right. hey, I got to go, man. I I got I can't miss this class. So I, I passed. Made it, you know, graduated on time with my class, you know, and hey, we went on from there. And I and I self-proclaimed myself, you know, that college kid with a street degree. If I didn't get knowledge then, where would I be? You know? Absolutely. All right. Don't make me have listen, uh -oh, you don't, uh -oh, you don't uh -oh, want these, you don't want these bars. You don't want <laughs> no, I'm not rapping on this mic tonight. No, all right. not at all. But on, yeah, here, here's the thing though. So like I want you to just take a moment. And this is for those that are watching, too. Take a moment. I have Coach Nate. I have Brother Tamuk here. Uh, but some of you all share that same story or uh, or a common narrative. Because here's the thing. The stories that we're telling tonight are more common within our community than mm -hmm. not. So I would like for our stories to be uh, somewhat rare, right? Mm -hmm. But right. unfortunately for a lot of our young yeah. brothers that we can tell the same story and nod our head like, yeah, me yeah, too, right? Yeah, right. Uh, absolutely. But think about it like this. Had you not chose to make a different decision, now I want you to get the images of this. All of the children, all of the men, right. people in your community, your individual families, your daughters, your sons, mm -hmm. had you not chose to make a different decision, who would they have to depend on? Oh, man. Hey. 
think about is, it. Is, no, that, man. is right, that rhetorical? Right. Are you looking no, no, for an no, answer, like, man? It's rhetorical. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I just want, because, like, when you're working diligently in the community because it's a passion of yours, it emanates right. from your heart, yeah. the only return that you're looking for is for somebody to make a, a better quality decision to right. uplift their life, right? There you go. But, cool. like, I just want you to pause for a second and... What I imagine is that some of those faces, some of those conversations, uh, some of the men uh, returning citizens coming back home right. who have their challenges, even having people to believe that they can make a change. Right. Mm-hmm. So with the what is the, the recidivism rate being above 90 percent and you standing there as a resource right. and say, hey, brother, you can make a different you can decision. Do, you can Watch do this it. Though. But you got enough experience to minister to him or speak to him right. in a way that lets him know real recognize real, right? Right. It's legit. It's legit. Yeah. Right? True it's, to it. It's not, it's not, it's not, uh, in my mind, I can only hear, uh, some of my urban proclivities kicking up. Right. It's not, it's, <laughs> right. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's not play play, right? Right. Right. right you know, um, you ain't boosted. Right. You absolutely. Ain't I mean, I, I had a lot of different words yeah, man. and I thought about what would be appropriate, right? So, wait a minute. Not wait new what, was, to the what was that game, word again you just oh, used? my urban proclivities. Proclivities. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you have to I'm put that one in, right. in, in, in the vocabulary yeah. right there. All right. Yeah. A, a predilection to use ebonics to express my most innermost feelings. Right? right, absolutely. But here's See, the this when you know somebody done paid for their education. Oh man, you know, you got. <laughs> or, or we say still paying. Right? Hey, yeah, listen, I go. tell everybody, hey, you pay for them words, you better use them. I'm oh just, man, go, listen. But it, and so uh, I'll share, man, that the school that I went to, uh, it was a challenge for us to expand our vocabulary. Right, so I encourage all deans, principals, teachers, is that when you hear a kid use, you know, uh, profanity. Like you can write them up. That's true. Right. But give you them can, something else. Watch it. You can send them to the office, right? Yeah. But there are so many other alternatives. So you right. cuss yeah. around me, I'm going to make you look up a word. So I had a young lady, she <laughs> was uh, you know, I won't use her name, but she decided she wanted to use all of the four letter words. Mm-hmm. Uh she had been well skilled from her, you know, from the you know, nature nurture, you know, she right. had been nurtured in a way that she could string all these words together to let somebody know how she felt. Right. And so I needed her to correct the situation, but I didn't want to give her the word correct. So I said, look up the word ameliorate. She said, what? Right. I said, ameliorate. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to, it was a little bit of pettiness in there. I'm okay. I'm going to have to look that up. And so I said, I'm gonna need y'all I said, up. repeat after look, me. Spell that one on your page, man. Ameliorate. All right. So I said, ameliorate. So to ameliorate means to correct, to mend, to make right. Okay. And so I needed her to do all of those things. And in the process of her looking up the definition, and it means to correct, then that becomes the lock and key right. for me to reveal to her, okay, now I need you to ameliorate your actions so that you can reacclimate yourself to mm-hmm. our expectations. Right. And that you can do, watch this, what's best for you. Right. Because literally when we're in school or when we're in the neighborhoods, uh-huh. like we don't gain anything personally from somebody else making a, a quality decision for their own life. Right. So everything that we're advising you is in your best interest. And if you follow it, you are the main beneficiary. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, on to those things. You <laughs> you, you telling people, hey, listen, so a mistake or a bad choice is not the end of it, right? right. Mm-hmm. You telling people, hey, listen, the answer is investing in quality relationships, taking time. That's now, it. what would have happened had uh, – this is before – uh, Dr. Chris Emden. Shout out to Dr. Chris Emden right. out in New York, right? Shout so out. So he has this um, 
he has a whole lot of different books, particularly for educators, but he talks about it has a whole theory now of ratchetemics, right? Mm-hmm. So it's talking about taking <laughs> taking what people have qualified as the righteousness within our community, uh-huh. right? but knowing that there is a full uh, knowledge base there. There is a full method of learning. Mm-hmm. There is There are empaths and ways to access someone's potential to learn right. if you go through the medium that they're already using to right. learn, right? right? So you hear people ask the question, it's real old school. Oh, these kids can learn all these words to these songs, but they cannot learn. Yeah, but there's a mode and there's a medium that's being used, a.k.a. music, Music. right? And then he talks about going beyond culturally relevant pedagogy Mm -hmm. to actually going into reality pedagogy. So what would happen if, Brother Tamuk, when you're getting ready to, you got your training facility set up? I saw it too, man. I saw, yeah, your training facility is coming, bro. And I saw the uh, (laughs) that you're into that hydroponic farming. It's going to be... Transformational for the city. Yeah, it's going to incorporate all the things that uh, are barriers for our children right now, as okay. well as give some bring pull some resources to the outside areas. Man, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, yeah. Oh but, man, I saw you vision casting huge. on, on uh, Facebook, man. Um, when you shared that, it did my heart good uh, because you know uh, the world. The well, here's a saying: it says that the world makes way for the man who knows where he's going. Right. And I'm so, on it too. Yeah, he on it, man. <laughs> he's it. on it. He's always encouraging. Um, and here's a point that I know that you could appreciate and would love to hear your feedback. So uh, at my school, there's a young man who recently uh, joined the ranks okay. and uh, he is uh, he has albinoism. Right. OK. Mm-hmm. And today a teacher and I had a conversation with this entire grade level about how we as black people come in 27 shades or more right. and how each one of them is beautiful. Every and if you, them. every single one of them, and if you, and I, cause I've seen the pictures, you know, on your page oh, of just talking about how, <laughs> how, wife, listen, wait, wait a minute, you smiling, wait, My bad, hold on, man. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on now. I'm trying to listen. <laughs> oh my so goodness. I'm talking about magnifying the beauty of the skin tone. Oh, That's man. it. Uh, the, the skin's response, the melanin within. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the kiss of the sun, right? Right. There you go. Yeah. So that. Oh man. <laughs> let's, Listen, let's, <laughs> I, you know, I, because again, <laughs> I, I love. Brother, catch your breath, man. Catch, man. Catch Listen, breath. <laughs> and it, and it was really hard because this that was my mindset before I got married. Okay. And then when I got married, my wife, because I continued to share these these pictures because again, it's it's just the matter of us recognizing our own people. And, and saying, hey, you are beautiful. In every shade. In every shade. And she was like, yes, all right, sir. bro. Don't yeah. make don't make me start sharing photos of these brothers. And I was like, hey, look, you love the brothers, you know. That's a, so now that I'm divorced. Come home to me. <laughs> you know, now that I'm divorced, it's like, hey, listen. I get to recognize all of these beautiful and amazing shades of God, man. It's, and, yeah. you know, from... Wow. All the whole color spectrum of, of sun kissed goddesses, man. It's been amazing, man, just to be able to share that. Because again, our community has been programmed to think that we should be biased against each other. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's never gonna be my narrative. No. In every shade that I can, I'm gonna share so we all can see what is supposed to be beautiful to us. Right. So, you know. Yeah. 
So the so colorism is a thing, right? It is. So yeah, it's uh, real life. Brother, yeah, so Brother Tamuk is talking about the shades and the shape. That's on Brother Tamuk, right? Yeah. Nah, <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, I'm, t- okay, I'm talking specifically <laughs> about... Right? Well, let, so, so listen, let me clarify for the minute. shake thing out, man. You just had to put that <laughs> in there. <laughs> no, I mean, but... Here, here's the re- here's the real thing though is that even within our communities because we come in all shapes and sizes, right. uh, we are critical of one another. If it's mm-hmm. not the shape, then we're critical of the shape. Right. If it's not the shape, then we're critical of the demographical right. of, mm-hmm. of where we reside. If it's not where we reside and we all live on the same block, then we're critical of what it is that we're wearing. Well, if we what all you drive, we, what we, we're driving, we always got something yeah. to talk about. Or yeah. you know, or we're counting somebody else's pockets based right. upon how you know. So right. here's the thing. We actually gain a lot more, and I believe this, unity is our greatest strength. It is. Absolutely. Unity is our greatest strength. Uh, there's no power greater than one, and when we all get on one accord, according to the word of God, nothing that we said to do shall be refrained from us. Mm-hmm. So listen, from teaching, from rapping, from educating, from helping brothers out with skilled trades, and here's, here's how I grew up. So my uncles let me know, you can go to school. Right. But you're going to learn by, how to build something. Well, yeah, absolutely. By all means. Right. Yeah. But you need to get a, a trade, something that goes into perpetuity that some, that's going to be needed right. at all times. Right. So I, I'm not, I will say this. I won't say I'm the most skilled barber, <laughs> but if you want, you know, an even taper with a okay. no, no, let me, <laughs> it ain't, it ain't like this. No, no, I mean, the hairline ain't started right here. I mean, you and me straight, right? So, uh, but we were talking about this uh, at my church. My pastor shared a point, and it was talking about learning how uh, to operate within your level, your lane of expertise, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we had everybody had a guy in the hood. Who he could do a million things, but he couldn't do them all correct. He he would start a million projects, wouldn't <laughs> finish say. one, right? Right. You know, he would hang the door, uh, but he would leave the door knob off, right? So so watch this. You know, so you end up taking watch this. You end up taking that uh, dish towel or that rag, right? right. Putting it in the door hole. Putting it in the door hole. Putting that zip tie right. through there, pulling it, boy. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, or nah. instead of and that's a tip right there for yeah. y'all. You you know your door is yeah. put the zip tie through there and just pull it, man. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely it. right. Don't catch on the door, master, yeah. master of none, right? So then you would have, uh, or he would, you know, instead of putting a catalytic converter on there for you, he gonna straight pipe you, straight pipe in your and car put you, and put you on the way, right? <laughs> Get so, you out of there. Uh, yeah, it's on there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Are you good to it's go? Quiet. Now, they ain't gonna pull you over. Somebody. Now you know it's bad when they're working on their car and they tell you to hand them the tape. Right. right. Hand me hand that me duct tape. tape. Hand, hand me, me that, that duct tape. tape right. <laughs> duct tape for everything. Yeah. But but you know I'll be honest with you. There are people doing that with people's lives. Oh yeah. Uh, who watch this? Have a passion and a desire. Okay. But didn't take the time to get the expertise. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, you brothers, man, are operating in yeah. your gift. And you've taken the time to go get the technical expertise. That's a requirement. And so that that was really just a point for me to magnify out there. If you have a passion, a passion is amazing. Like, listen, the fact that you want to make a difference, that is phenomenal. It is commendable. But now what you must do is go develop the technical expertise. Did you hear brother Coach Nate? He said he was substituting. He saw that paycheck. And he said, let me go get certified. And then Brother the right Tamuk, he's, he's turned to the book. What you got there, Brother Tamuk? So, because I, I actually talk about that in the book. Okay. And that chapter is called A 20-Year Plan for a 100-Year Reign. And 
I came up with that because the last time I was sitting in jail back in 2007, a judge decided that, hey, I don't care what positive activities you got going on. You won't stop driving without a license. Go sit down. Take, you know, take you 90 days or so. Go work for the county and, and get mm. your mind together. So while yeah. I was there, I was pissed. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> so good. talking with some of the guys that were there, uh, I want to give a big shout out to KJ, Kevin Joseph, who was in, in, in the county jail with me. Uh, he's still on my friends list. I still talk with him today. He's working on some great things out, out west. Okay. Uh, we talked about, okay, it's not just enough to not repeat the same thing. Mm-hmm. How do we prevent this from happening? Okay, now we have to be proactive. So I, I sat there, and he he was giving me a jailhouse haircut. All right. Trading him some honey buns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got me tight. Yeah. And uh, just sitting there <laughs> pondering. And uh was like, okay, well, what would it take to avoid this situation? And after doing a lot of reading and a lot of research, it was like, hey, man, you know, it's going to take you this this amount of time to get your education. Yeah. It's going to take you this amount of time to get a trade and then to get enough experience in this to be able to say, okay, you're at a master level. You know, they say now $10,000 is, is, is makes you a professional. A professional, a professional yeah. master. Yeah. And so looking at those, those timelines, in order to be a success, you need about 20 years mm-hmm. to go from having no education, no training of any kind whatsoever to get educated, get skilled, get experience, and then utilize your network in order to step into taking over whatever it is you want to take over, whatever field you want to take over. So mm-hmm. I talk about that specifically in the book, man. I, this is probably the one of the most clear, concise rules and books on leadership and success that you're probably ever going to come across. Well, where, can, where can they find this book at? Brother? They can so find this book right now. I have hard copies myself. Uh, but if you want to find it, for those out there in the listening audience, it is on Amazon. So you can look it up under, okay, you've effed up. You, you're going to see it. It's a bright green book with some big, bold yellow letters. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's a nice-looking young man on there in a nice suit, and, you know, looking at some decisions. And at that particular point in my life, you know, I was standing there in front of a judge and had four felonies and was looking at a habitual offender's uh, time frame. And, you know, 45 years is a long time to be looking at when you 19, 20, 21 years old. Yeah, man. And I had to make some decisions. I was at a crossroads. Yes, sir. And I had to make some decisions, and it was like, you can either go left or you can go right. And so I was blessed enough to to be able to get an opportunity and a break from one of the judges. And I, I decided then, you know, it's time for me to change things. So yeah, that's where that comes from. And I've been better ever since. You know, my children are, are grown. I got a chance to see that, man. That's big because a lot of guys in my Thank neighborhood, you. Yeah. you know, I talked about it this week. Right. It is a blessing to see guys that I grew up from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s that are still living at almost 50 years old. We There are a lot of people from this generation that just did not make it. That's true. Yeah. And are thriving. You know, yeah. like I said, you got Yule that's killing them over there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I start, I measure life by impact, right? Right. So I believe each person within their own right created in the likeness and the image of God has an inherent value right. before they ever even do Before they do anything. Right? Before right. they do anything. You right. are valuable. Right. But then when you start talking about uh, the quality of life, you have to look at how you're utilizing your life to impact and improve life for others. Right. I just firmly believe. So, yeah, man, 
You guys are doing it big. And now the answer, No Child Left Behind, finding purpose and building relationships in the classroom. Where can they find this at, Coach Nate? Uh, Amazon as well. Um, you know, I got books. We're getting ready to um, launch another campaign um, on on the book. But it's basically. Um, Wait a minute. Is this news? Is this breaking news? This is breaking Wait. news. <laughs> Think A+. Plus okay. right. In everything that you do. Man. You better start rapping so again. That's, but, uh, <laughs> right. that's the theme. That's the motivation. You know, because um, I often tell people, especially, you know, they're not interacting to dealing with life skills. You know, your mindset is everything. Um, you may not have much, but if you're moving in that direction in a big way mm-hmm. and um, you had a think A plus mindset, then it's going to help catapult you to the next level. And that's where I'm at. So I look at um, students that I interact with, you know, and different things of that nature. But the importance of relationship building, right? the importance of interjecting ideas, thoughts, concepts, um, allowing them to dream more, see yourself in a position of where you would like to be as opposed to where you are. These are the things, you know, because sometimes when you're building those relationships, a lot of times it's it's a thin or it could be a thick layer of something that you have to get through in order to really reach um, an individual. And so we we um, inspire, we motivate, we um, we kind of gas up, we keep the energy going. Sometimes you have to hit the reset button because your frustration level is high and theirs is too. So now I got to go back, <laughs> get me a glass of water, and go right back into the game where you right. you know where everything is. Right, that's good, Coach. So where can they find the book? Uh, they can find it on Amazon, um, Kindle. Um, getting ready to uh, get in. Uh, Barnes and Nobles, and we're just working on some different things, but we're going to have some um, up and comings. I know you got a uh, book signing coming up. We're going to be doing some more book signings and right. yeah. keeping everything going. Absolutely. So, sh- shameless plug. Uh, I haven't <laughs> you, yet. Yeah, you know, we you know, waiting to get to that. Man, because I, I was showing right that. behind you on yeah, that one. <laughs> absolutely, man. So, I get a chance to go back to my hometown, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. You know, that's where I was born, man. I didn't know that. That is actually Small where I was born. Word. I was raised here in Detroit. Uh, we came up here in like 1977. Wow. But I was actually born in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, man. Get out of here. Take yeah, you're like my neighbor, yeah. man. Absolutely. Hey, man, so listen, we, we connected in more ways than another. So the question for the night was, who is my brother, right? Who is my brother? Man, listen. It's so my brother right here. If you were right born in Fort brother. Wayne, I know if we sit here long enough, because Fort Wayne is yay big. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so if we talk long enough, we probably have some people in common. Uh, I'm sure we do, yeah. but I'm not going to mention it on the air, because, you know, statute oh, no, no, of limitations no, no, for my, right. for yeah, my yeah, parents. Yeah, is, uh, yeah no, so... <laughs> My dad's a black activist. So. So, yeah, no. So listen, we'll, but we so and, and that connects in more than yeah, one way. Yeah, so we, we'll, so yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk offline, right? Uh, but yeah, Fort Wayne, Indiana, January the fourth, the first Saturday in the new, new year, new year, uh, and new the, decade, and new decade, new decade, absolutely. So. Uh, come and get the drawing board. So what is the drawing board? It is a powerful, thought-provoking testimonial that challenges the reader to examine their life and reimagine the possibilities. So have you exhausted uh, everything within that relationship? Have you exhausted everything out of that job or career? Have you exhausted? Like if you've exhausted all of it and there's no more possibilities, then you've, you've completed your assignment and it's okay to move on. But there are so many 
people that are moving on from things that they're assigned to just because they haven't reimagined the possibilities. Let me break it down for you. Here it goes. Why is it that, and let's use a, a, a marital or not a marital relationship, let's just say a serious dating relationship. Mm-hmm. And each one of them are not seeing each other the way that they should. Right. Uh, they're seeing them based upon need or deficiency. Right. We've mm-hmm. all been in those kind of relationships oh, yeah. where people tend to magnify your deficiencies and minimize your strengths, right? Mm-hmm. right. But then you you see that same person with someone else who magnifies Ooh. their oh. strengths. <laughs> And minimizes or helps to cultivate the area of weakness. (laughs) And they are a brand new person. That's it. Just a whole new person. And you're like, oh, or they may be like, wow, he was never like that with me. Well, then maybe it was was you. You. (laughs) (laughs) Like Jenga. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) You're knocking down when somebody else is building building it up. up. Hey, listen, man, this guy's coming with the rap analogies. I might have to go ahead and spit something on the mic. No, I'm not rapping. I'm just joking, right? So, um, well, here's the thing. I want you to join me, and here's breaking news right on the Drawing Board Podcast. So every first Saturday uh, in 2020, the new decade, the new year, my new chapter, my new season of abundance and grace given by God, I will be doing a power of series. So uh, even though it is the drawing board, the underlying theme for the book signing will be the power of new beginnings. Mm -hmm. So if you go into new beginnings with the same old mindset, I don't care if you say new year, new me. No, if you haven't renewed that mind with the word of God, it's a new year, same you, right? That's it. And so no matter how you may try to get involved in new endeavors, if you're taking that same same mindset, Mm -hmm. you're going to get the same Same results. results. So how do you date 10 people and you have (laughs) this 90-day window and every single one of them ends day 89? Uh Maybe it's you. you. Right, okay? (laughs) Yeah. And so essentially what I'm saying, man, no new information, no new outcomes. Uh, Pursue, cultivate new knowledge. We have access to information, resources, opportunities. Make sure you're doing the job. And I I put a post out there of cultivating or mining your own goal that is within you. Mm -hmm. And some people may say, oh, man, that sounds real clever. He's talking about the self-value, the goal within. Actually, I'm just really quoting scripture for we have this what? Hidden treasure in earthen vessels. That's it. Right. So when God chose to hide his treasure, he hid it in people. That's it. And when you're teaching and when you're helping to train, you're actually cultivating that ground and bringing up that treasure that God has hidden within them. It took uh, that teacher to see that in you. Yep. It took uh, you making a different decision right. and you connecting with your brothers for them to see that in you. And Absolutely. if watch this, every gift. Here's a challenge to the audience. I dare you here. I dare you. I double dog, triple dog, Dino, Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo, Big Clifford, Red Dog. Dare you? Watch I like, this. I like how you really uh-huh. stepped to the mic to say yeah. that too. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> so That's you right. get good, clear, and coherent. I, I dare you. <laughs> every gift that you're operating in had to be affirmed within you by someone else before you could fully walk in it. Hey, listen. Leave the comment below. And I'll, and I'll take you back to that experience. It was his brothers that affirmed him. And before he began to use the name, watch this. Here's how honor works. He went back to them and say, Hey, listen, I honor those man, principles. You just gave me chills, man. Yeah. 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 I honor those principles. And before I choose to utilize them on my own accord to empower others, is this okay with you? Because I actually became self aware when you spoke life to me. There you go. That you, energy. Yeah. 
that that drive, that passion, it's like that confirmation. Absolutely. And once it hits, it's like uh, pouring gas on the fire because you done got over there and you done just took off and you done cut out like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Absolutely. And that's where you want to be at. Okay, my brother Jonathan M. Wynn. Um, oh, Jonathan Wynn, what's going on, good brother? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Said he enjoyed your presentation, brother. So, you know, they watching, man. Thumbs Listen, I, and I just want to say, because again, we we all kind of operate in a similar space, and the, one of the things that I try to do is because there are so many different organizations out here with the focus of helping other young males uh, and, and helping to re- build up our community. I say, you know what? instead of everybody just fighting for all of these dollars and resources, I just want to create a network where we all can come together. So it's like brother Ebron, you know, coach Nate, Nate, brother Otis, you know, all the powerful black men in this city right now are doing great things. BMO, Dino Van over at Steep, man, just everybody is doing some great things. Calvin. Yeah, man, it's it's been amazing. Absolutely. yeah. uh, Listen, if you are a positive black male in this city right now, I'm trying to make sure that the narrative is we are positive, not negative. Because they always showing the negative, but you don't never see. There's no press coverage right now. Not on that. This man right here? Yeah. Man, listen. I know about him. A lot of other people who are doing positive things know about him. That's it. But everybody should know who he is. And what's going oh, on? And what good, you do, man? man. Yes, look, sir, look just your man. network by itself, man. It's yeah. gonna be magnified. Listen, man. So within the last five minutes, man, tell people where they can get in touch with you. Um, tell them where they can connect to you. Starting with you, brother Tamuk. You can catch me at three one three four seven one eight six zero two. That is three one three four seven one eight six zero two. Or you can find me on Facebook as Kingus the God uh, or Tamuk Scruggs. Uh, Positive Brothers of Today is also a Facebook page. Uh, PBOTL3C.org is the website. We're going to be putting some brand new content and everything on there because of some of the new things that we have coming up for 2020. It's about to be an amazing year right now. Uh, so I'm just trying to be out here in the midst of things, man, while I'm trying That's to get it. this uh, run amok recreational uh, complex together. Absolutely. The Four Wheeler Park, Tough Mother Style Obstacle Course, Shipping Container Gardens, and Renewable Technology, man. It's going to be big. Ooh, we. Big. <laughs> Sound big. Listen, yeah. I'm trying yes, to put sir. it together so we can change some lives and then take it you know, to other urban areas around the country. Yeah, so, as a model. I got you. So you're not trying to put together. You're putting no, I'm it work, together. I'm working on it. Yeah, you're putting it together. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get all the money from Kresge and Ralph C. Wilson right now, man. Listen. That's it. So I'm t- anybody that want to donate, feel free to you know contact me. Catch by the book. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Coach Nate, where can they find you at? How can they get in touch with you? Um, you can say thinkingaplus.com. That's thinkingaplus.com. And um, on the rap side, it's educational raps. USA.com. So, um, educational raps, USA.com for the rhymes, the flows, uh, social um, consciousness is where it's at. We're building each other up. And um, I love that concept and that idea, my brother, on, on networking and, and building right. it up. You know, because if you spread your fingers apart, you can, you can make a steam. But once you unify and put everything together, that blow is much harder. Right. So I think that our impact will, and I'm not, not, I'm not I don't think, I know that our um, impact will be greater as um, working unified. And who is my brother? 
Yeah, so who is my my brother? These are my brothers. I brought that concept, actually, it's biblical. Uh, Matthew chapter chapter 12, excuse me, Uh, drop down to verse 50. Uh, It's the last verse of that particular chapter. Jesus asked the question, well, he answers the question, and he said, who is my brother? It is he that does the will of my father. So begin to connect with your brothers, not by the flesh, but by the spirit. Know him by his spirit. So check out Matthew chapter 12. I may come back on and do a little training about it. But I see Kate, my A1 since day one, stretching and saying, (laughs) hey, the drawing board session is over for the evening. So as I always say, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. And I'm Andre Ebron. God bless.